1, he, he writes about this quite a few times, but this is what he says. Be imitators of me as I imitate Christ. Hey, be like me as I be him. He's not like, hey, be like me because I've got it all, to, all, all right and I do it all right all the time. He's like, hey, the, the ways that I am like him, that's the way you need to be like me. He also says in 1 Corinthians 4, in verse 15, uh, it says, uh, For I became your father in Christ Jesus through the gospel. I urge you then, be imitators of me. As I'm a, a, a father in the gospel, how it's changed my life, that part of me, imitate i got to stay away from that word, or we're going to be here all night. Okay, <laughs> imitate me. I can't say it because it's part of the text. Um, <clears throat> in 1 Timothy 4.12, it says this. Have, I think you all have heard this verse. It's, it's a big youth verse. And you're like, yeah. It says, let no one despise you for your youth. But set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Pure, pure, purity. You know what he's saying there? Imitate me in speech, in, con- in conduct, in love, in faith. We should live a life of Christ where believers are around us see us living for Christ and they want to imitate us and be like us because we're being like Christ. That's the first type of p- person in the uh, story. Um, and now Paul jumps, he changes ship, because, and, and this is sort of quick tonight, so just sort of hang on and stay w- with, with me here. Uh, the first type is imitators of Christ. The second type are in- enemies of Christ. Imitators of Christ, in- enemies of Christ. And Paul, in, in this part here, he only says there's two, there, there's two types. You can be this, or you can be... That it says in verse eighteen, um, for for many of whom I have often to- told you and now tell you with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Do y'all know? Not everyone that comes to church or youth group or camp or retreat or Christian school or Christian home is a follower of Jesus Christ. Do y'all know that there are many um, that that go to church, that, that go to this, that go to that, and they look one way, but they don't live it anywhere else? And Paul refers to them as enemies of the cross of Christ. And he says something. It says, he says it moves him to tears. Why does it move him to tears? And I think about, you know, I've had the privilege to work with youth for 25 years in the church. I have seen some amazing life change from, from point A cr- cr- crashing all the time to point B being a powerful light and strength for Christ. I've seen that throughout those 25 years. But more than that, I've seen this life with potential for Christ that was always caught in the world and never willing to let the world go. And that's where that life always has stayed. And I don't know if I, I don't, I don't mean to be without hope, but I don't think it'll ever turn around to, to Christ. And that, if I think about that too long, and I don't get down very often, but if I think about that too long, dude, I am just 
I just want to quit. What's, you know, the, the voice in my head is like, well, what's the point? If no one is going to hear, no one's going to care. So, you know, Paul is saying, hey, there's many of whom I have, 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 have been with, he says with tears, who are now enemies of the cross of Christ. Now, in our game that we played, when you saw the bad guys on the screen, was it hard to go, oh, I didn't know that guy was a, ba- a bad guy? Or were you like, oh, yeah, that's a bad guy. Oh, that's a bad guy. Right or, or wrong? Was it easy to tell or not e- 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 easy to tell? Okay, question. Is it easy to tell an Im- imitator of Christ who is seeking after Christ from an enemy of Christ? Easy to tell or hard to tell? I think it's hard. So what defines the two things? How can we tell it? And Paul, in the word here, he lays it out. This is what an enemy of Christ looks like. And this is the the scary truth about what we're going to look at. There could be many in this room that right now you are an enemy of Christ and you don't even know it. You might think, man, I, well, I'm just not, not that bad. And we, when, when we begin to think that way, well, I'm not that bad. I'm not bad as them or them. We've got to uh, 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 understand that there's not, a, there's not a gray line. There's a follower of Christ and enemy of Christ. And in this world today, we get muddled in it and going, well, I'm not that bad. I'm in church. I'm good. I believe in God. I believe in things that... That God is sort of thinks is important for the most part. I do it. I, I do some of some of the stuff right, and we think that's good enough. But the Word of God says it's not good enough. It says you're an enemy of the cross of Christ. And I don't know about you, but the, I it, am, am looking at my life, going, okay, it scares me when I read something like this, because I know how my flesh pulls toward the things of this world, and how it's so easy to go that way, and it's so hard to to follow Christ. So this is. Is what he says. And look at here in James 4.4. 4. I don't know if I've got that. Do I, do I have that? It says this in James 4.4. 4, uh, you adulterous pe- pe- people. James, James is always really calm and sweet, sweet, sweet spirit, spirit when he talks. Okay. Uh, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? That, that, that word means that I'm at war with. I'm fighting against with everything that I've got. I, I hate him. Okay? So friendship of the wor- with the world is... is, is hatred with God. Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Wow. Strong statement. So James, as we look at James, he he lays it it down. But look at what Paul says. He says three things of how what an enemy of God is. First thing he says this. He says their God is their belly. Who here likes to eat? Who here... uh, Eats and rarely gets full. Dear Lord, I don't. I've been full like th- three times in my life. I I think if if I ate to where I got like 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 throwing up full, which sometimes I want to, um, I would be a very large man. Don't say, well, you are a large man. Don't say that. That's mean. I'm it, enemy of Dan right now. Um, so <clears throat> this says their God is their bellies. And what that, 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 that means is, hey, there's no self-control in my life. 
And you're like, well, I'm a teenager. I'm not supposed to have self, self-control. I'm still trying, you know, I'm just, just hormones and everything. I'm trying to f- figure all this out. Oh, I said the H word, sorry. Uh, I, I'm trying to f- f- figure all this stuff out. And, and we use it as an excuse. But if Jesus Christ has changed your life, there should be self-control within your life. And what he's talking about is, man, just give me this, give me that. I want this. And, and I, I, I don't eat because I can't run enough and I, can't, I don't want to buy new clothes. So I, I, I don't just keep eating. I stop uh, and I run so, all this, so I can eat a little bit more, but it's not enough. I could run 47 miles a week and it wouldn't help me. And sorry, I'm just sharing my confession. And um, <laughs> so there's, there's this, the God is, is my belly. It's the, the person who is like, give me, give me, give me. Give me, I want it, so I should have it. it it's, it's mine, and there's no filter, there's no stop. It's, 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 it's no holds barred, no self-control. That's their God is their belly. If I, if I want it, I'm going to get to get it. And he says that's an enemy of the cross of, of Christ. Someone who lives that way and just bowls through whoever is, is with them, enemy of the cross of Christ. Second, it says they glory in their shame. The um, I don't know if y'all seen it, but this is a thing that's just been out for a few months, and you probably have not seen it. But abortion is a is a big issue within the world today, and there have been ads in the past few few months where where women women are. And it's just like a a photo ad, and they've got blood like fake blood on them, and it's praising a. Abortion and the right to abort your child. And I go, man, how in the world can we get that far? But this is one thing that I, that I know. When God speaks to us, and I don't know about you, but when you, God begins to nudge you this way or that way, and we begin to ignore him and go, I'm just going to do this my own way, we really begin to get numb to the voice of God. And we get numb to the things that are right or wrong before God. And so the things that we used to sin and hide about, now we don't hide so much. Now we're almost sort of proud and we boast about things that, that we you know, went and got drunk or went and this girl or this guy or blah, 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 and just things come out and you're like, you're glorying in your, in your shame, these things that are against God that is not of God. There, there's a TV ad I want you to, to see um, that was out maybe just about a month ago, uh, and it's not gra- gra- graphic, but uh, so. Um, but take a look at this ad. That's a stand with Planned parent, Parenthood ad. And I'm not attack, attacking them per se, but the whole point is, hey, if a woman wants to abort the child, she should be allowed to abort the child. Is that pretty cra- cra- crazy to you? For you? It may, may not be, but when I watch that, I go, and they want us to react in what way? Going, yeah, man, take that baby out. 
I mean, that was the total, uh, whoever did the, did, did the plan for this, I think it backfired against them. But they glory in their shame, man. This, and we tend to do, to do that. We no longer hide in our sin. We, we, we glory in our shame. And then the third thing is, it says their minds are on earthly things. And I don't know about you or, or where you're at right now. But are you more concerned about what people think about you than what God thinks about you? Uh, are you more concerned about what you have than what you can give and how you can help? Are you more uh, concerned about how you feel rather than how someone else feels around you? Or if you're comfortable or if someone around you uh, can survive because things are going so wrong. What, you know, what is our mind on, on because th- this is the truth. If your mind is on the things of God, it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you. It's going to be, sac- you've got to sacrifice. And you go, well, well, do I have to do that? Well, if you're going to imitate Christ, that's what he did with his whole life. So if I'm supposed to be a, either an imitator of Christ or an enemy of, of Christ, which one is it going to be? Because we've got to make a choice. Are, are we going to stay with things of the earth? Or are we going to seek Christ? And then it says, it, it starts it off by saying their end is destruction. And, and I, I can't help but think of Matthew seven thirteen says, Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it. But small is the gate. And, and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few will find it. There's a wide gate. The world says, hey, just go that way. You're fine. Hey, guys, you're good. Just keep doing what you're doing. You're not that bad. Look at the students around you and what they're doing. You're a lot better than they are. You're good. Wide is the path that leads to destruction. N- narrow is the, is the path that leads to eternal life. <clears throat> There are only two types of uh, pe- people here in the story. Uh, some people say, well, you know, I put my faith, faith in Christ, but, you know, I'm just sort of trying, trying to live. I just don't want to let go of the world yet. I will soon, just not yet. Are they an imitator of Christ or an enemy of Christ? I mean, it's just, it's just, it's clear. We go, well, I'm really not that bad. I believe in God and I, and I I pray like every day and stuff and they're still living this life where they don't honor God with the choices that they make. Imitator of Christ or enemy of Christ. Um, There's no middle ground. And we think there is. We live in a world that says, oh, it's fine. You're good. You're better than they are. You're good. But this is what it says in verse, verse 20. He talks about imitators of Christ and and, and, and enemies of Christ. And then verse 20, it says this, but our citizenship is in heaven. The R meaning believer in Jesus Christ. Hey, church, our citizenship, our hope. Did you hear that? There's crud in this world. It's going to be in this world. You're going to deal with it for the rest of your life in this world. But our hope is heaven. There's something much greater to live for. Don't miss that. 
Um, and he, he goes on to say in, 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 in verse 1 of chapter 4, it says, Therefore, my, my, my brothers whom I love and long for with uh, my joy and my crown, that means, man, you are, man, I, I, you are so important to me. You are, I, I'm so proud of you. He says, stand firm thus in the Lord, beloved. Stand firm. If you're like, man, I've, 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 I've waffled back and forth. He's saying, hey, imitate Christ. Imitate me as I imitate Christ. Be like Christ. What he did, that's what you are to do. Quit staying in the middle ground. As I read this and knew I was going to teach on this, I, I came to Matthew chapter 25, and I just couldn't get away from this story in here. It's, uh, it's the par- 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 parable of the sheep and the goats. I'm not sure if you've, you've, you've heard of this before. It says that one day there will be a judgment. And, 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 and let, let me read it so I don't skip some parts of it. I'm going to read it all. I've got some, some notes on it. Uh, it says that he will separate all people into two groups, into the sheep on his right and to the goats will be on his left. And to the, and to the sheep, the ones in his, on his right, he says, come inherit the kingdom of God. For I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty, you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. The sheep, those on his right, say, when did we do this? And he says, you did it as you did it to the least of these, you did it unto me. As you lived your life, and as the needs were in front of you, it was like you were doing it to me. Come into my kingdom. You inherit my kingdom. Kingdom. He's he's talking to the sheep. Who the sheep? I still believe are just sort of dumb. They're just not real strong. They need help, but they've got a shepherd, someone that can help them, and they know that they need help. And he says, "Come into my kingdom." The sheep are the imitators of of Christ. He says he turns to the goats and says, "Depart from 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 me. You are cursed into eternal fire." Now I think it's Interesting. Uh, goats are much more stubborn. Goats uh, eat a lot more trash and just get into the more things than sheep. It's sort of interesting. He talks about this, the goats are, are the ones that just went their own way. I can do it myself. He says, go depart from me. He says, for you did not feed me. You did not give me drink. He says, you did not welcome me. And they said, but, but when did we not feed you or give you drink or or help you, or, or, or welcome you. And he says, uh, you did not do this to the least of these, you did not do it un- unto me. As you didn't do it to the least, as you lived your life your own way, because that's what you were wanting to, to do, it was all about you, you didn't help, you didn't serve, you didn't love, you didn't imitate Christ. And this is my, 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 my fear for this group. Um, you're one of two things. The word of God is clear. You're either a imitator, follower of Jesus Christ, or you're an enemy of the cross of Christ. You go, oh, I'm sort of in between. You're not. You're in between. You're an enemy. Oh, I've got one foot in, one foot out. You can't have one foot in, one foot out. There's the sheep and there's the goats. What decisions are you making? How are you living your life? What's your faith in? Is it in the things of this world? Or have you put your faith in Christ and go, whatever it takes, that's what I'm going to follow with everything 
I have. Let's pray. Dear God, I thank you so much for tonight. I thank, I, I thank you for your word, for your truth. God, um, may we not be a people who, who claim to know you but don't live it. May we not be ones who are caught up in the world and, and, and think we're good because we prayed a prayer when we were 10 or 12 or 9. God, may we be imitators of you. Uh, even when we struggle and we may fall, Lord, may we get up and keep struggling to imitate you. May we be a light to those around us. May we help our friends in a way that has an eternal impact on their life. Uh, and God, we just 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 ask for you to uh, to move in this place. For it's in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. There's-